going on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's down to Ricky's place Hello! Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. Yeah. I'm Jerry McCarty here. We're all here. We're all with back. Rick Farmelo and Amanda Raymond. Woohoo! Back from Syracuse. Amanda, tell us about Snowy, Syracuse. cold Syracuse, New York. Speaking of cold, well, did you have one? I, I, I did. I actually had more yeah, than I've a got cold. One too. I, I had that. influenza type B, which almost put oh. me in my deathbed. You should have worked harder for the A. A science infection. And I was so dehydrated, I had to be on an huh. IV for a day. That was awesome. You were on an IV? I was. You got her tough. <sighs> you think you got her tough? I'm good now. Last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive and well. But Thank we're you. back here in Southern California. We're going to talk today about our favorite robots in movies or television. We had a lot of uh, thank you to our listeners. We had a, a lot of responses, and I'm not as much up on robots as I should be because. I was about 50% for knowing what people were talking about. Ooh. So, uh, but anyway, but uh, Amanda, tell your favorite robot from TV. One that I remember with fondness, and it wasn't that good of a show, but I, I still loved it, was called Small Wonder. Small Wonder. And it was this little girl who was a robot sister to, you know, this slightly older boy. I think he was about 12. And yeah, that's loved right. that show. Small one. Well, we're going to wrap up the TV ones here real quick in the first segment. Then we'll talk about movies in the second and third. Mm-hmm. We also had Rosie from the Jetsons, who's a great robot. Oh, I that would have been my second choice. About, I hadn't the, thought about drawn the, the robots, like cartoon robots. Okay. You, you're the one who should think about <clears throat> right robots. And, uh, but you, you also had a good robot from TV. The, you want to talk about yeah, that one? The, since it's it, actually it's in color. One of my favorite robots is Jaime from Get Smart. Dick Godier. Dick Godier. Um, now, you have to be pretty old to know what the hell I'm talking about. But he, he was a control agent or a control robot. Which well, explains so Get Smart. Get Smart was like Get a Smart James would, Bond. Yeah, it was like a spoof TV. of James Bond or a, pretty much a spoof of all spy, spy films that were really hot in the 60s. You know, Get Smart was Don Knotts and Barbara Feldon and Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks, Brooks and Buck Henry created it. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Jaime was just like this character who would pop up every once in a while, and he was just hilarious. Of course, he'd be very deadpan. Right. He delivers lines very, very deadpan, very straight, but he's really funny. And he would volunteer at the LA Mission with me and Kirk Douglas. So really? he would be down there. I've, I've talked to him not, before. Not, really nice guy. Great. So if you, if you ever can catch those on some old... TV station or the DVD or YouTube, check him out. It's he's funny. And we should talk about the Lost in Range <clears throat> robot too because yeah. he was awesome. The, he was uh, just called Robot, wasn't he? Was, I think he was just called Robot. Yeah, and he was great. And he was kind of modeled after the after like Robbie the Robot from uh, Forbidden Planet, right. sort of right. a cousin. But know. he anyway. was he was really integral to the plot of those things. Oh yeah, he was he, in every single was, episode. Yeah, he like had a part to play yeah. in how the the plot developed. He was another like, another. Really I hate to bring. I'm, I shouldn't hate to say to bring this up, but another TV robot in in human form, and even more obscure was a TV show called My Living Doll with Bob Cummings. Don't remember and um, uh, Julie Newmar. Played his robot Catwoman. Uh, really? Yeah, of course, Catwoman. she was Catwoman. 
played the robot. Really? He was only on for like one year or maybe two years. Wow. If anybody remembers that, I'd love for you to write in and say, oh, I remember my, I mean, I was little when that wow. show was on. My living doll. Yep. Oh, I like Cheating Marsh in the Twilight Zone. That, that's a, I know. I was almost going to bring that up, but that's a great one. In the, the Twilight Zone episode with Jack, um, uh, is it Jack Warden? No, who's, who's, uh, um, I think it was Jack Warden. Mm-hmm. Was, was exiled to a planet. And he had to be by himself for like wow. for the rest of his life. And every once in a while, these guys would come to check on him. Every three or four months, he'd come and check on him. One time, they brought him this box. He opened the box, and it was a robot, and it was Gene Marsh. Not wow. bad, right? Not bad. In 19, I'm talking Gene Marsh, 1960, okay, whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah. Anyway, it, I, I won't give, give away the plot, but she's a robot. That's and awesome. He's like, he's like I don't want to go. I don't well, listen, wanna, we're I don't up against go. our first break, but we come back. We're going to talk all movies and talk about our favorite robots and movies after this message at Rick's Martini Bar. Yeah. Hello, this is Amanda Raymond, and we're back at Rick's Martini Bar. Oh, yes, we are. And we are talking robots, our favorite robots from movies and TV. We talked about TVs in the first segment, so we're going to talk about movies. And we've got lots from our listeners, but Amanda, do you have a favorite movie robot you want to talk about? I know you hate this movie, Rick, but I loved it. Short Circuit. Yeah. I love oh, I Johnny love Five. Johnny Five. Uh, we were, Rick and I... Would like to be a pepper, too? Do you remember that guy's name? We were... Rick and I had dinner together over the while you were away in Syracuse, and there was a guy we were talking to, and I asked him oh, who his the bar favorite guy. favorite uh, robot was, and he said Johnny Five, and I'm like, you are awesome. So that's the robot from Short, Short, Short Circuit. Circuit, which was Wally ripped off of that thing. Yeah, Wally ripped off like everything you could possibly rip off. There's nothing original in well, Wally. That's going to be an original. Nothing. That's going to be a thing about ripoffs of robots, because as you mentioned. The robot in Lost in Space was a ripoff of. Well, not a ripoff. It's just inspired by Robbie the robot. Yeah, and Wally was definitely inspired by Johnny Five and about nine other movies. Totally. And mine, my other live action one was Day the Earth Stood Still. Right, great one. Oh yeah, Gort was a robot. robot. Yeah, Platu Barada Nikto. Yeah, nice. You speak robot. <laughs> you, you knew she knew how to say that, right? What, why did I know well, that? Well, my, my inspired robot, too, is one that people... I was surprised that nobody mentioned it, because it's kind of obvious, but I'm going to mention it anyways. C-3PL, who was inspired by Metropolis. He doesn't seem like a robot, really. He seems like a guy. Well, I, I, I never... You know what I mean? I wanted like, to C3, bring it up C-3PO seems like a robot. I wanted to... Bring it up. Uh, the other one, R2-D2. R2-D2. R2-D2, 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 I'm sorry. Like a it was a robot. But C-3PO just seemed like a guy in a, in a gold suit. Yeah, but that was totally inspired. But you ever see a silent movie, Metropolis? Yes. Exactly that was going to be my thing. Yes. It, 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 I mean, even look at the poster. It looks like 3PO. Right, right. And, and uh, I, I wanted to bring up that uh, I saw an interview with Mark Hamill where George Lucas is criticized for bad decisions a really? lot. No, when? <laughs> when did that what, happen? What, Jojo Binks? Okay. Mark, Mark Hamill said that that throughout the first one is George Lucas was auditioning people to be the voice of C-3PO, and he uh-huh. wanted a New York cab driver accent. He was like... And what? He, and Stan great. Freeberg great, great. auditioned for it and told him, use... Anthony Daniels. Daniels yeah. He's got really? a great voice. He's got a British voice. It's kind of uh, like a butler. butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use it. 
that he's like, well, I really wanted this New Yorky cabbie wow. accent, and it was, uh, but yeah, Stan wow, Freeberg is the one who actually turned down the job and said, "Do it." I have to talk to him next time I see him. I'm going to ask him about that story. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Stan has a very good memory about that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, Rick, go ahead. You well, I was going to you just kind of, kind of give oh, away I'm my. Sorry about no, that. I think the best robot like ever in a movie is the robot from Metropolis. Oh, you really? The design and the fact that it's a it's it's a very feminine. And it was done in like 1920, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's very the, unique. Yeah, something like that. But um, awesome. Then of course turns into a woman. Right. But that's that's like an awesome robot. Awesome okay. Well, robot. I'm going to give you one that I think is my. My best one, and we had a listener say this one too, but it was one of my favorites. Was the Iron Giant? I oh, Iron yes. Giant that's is a great one. Awesome yes. Voiced by Vin Diesel, <clears throat> and uh, but just mm-hmm. that robot and the whole Brad Bird did such a great job yes, in that he whole did. thing he did. with he the did. anti-gun. Thing, uh-huh. Which is very timely now, but it was just really. It was lovely. Yeah. It was. It was like a movie should be like sent mm-hmm. the message. Mm-hmm. Be subtle about it. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. I thought that was great, and I thought that mm-hmm. giant was a great robot. Yeah, yeah. Like That's be. a great choice. Another movie one that I like that's comedy is I like Dot from Spaceballs. Mm. Joan wow. Rivers. What is Dot oh from my. Spaceballs? Is that the one? Was that Joan Rivers? That's Joan Rivers. That was a Joan Rivers one. Yep. She was like a female 3PO. Ah. Daphne Zuniga from Melrose Place was in Spaceballs. Oh, really? It's my industrial strength hair jar, <laughs> and I can't live without it. <laughs> and uh, any others, Rick, that you want I to mention? Think, I, I can think of actors that have given robotic performances, but that's probably off the subject. <laughs> okay, well. Let's just skip all that. But um, you, you want to go to our listeners and you can. Let's talk to. Let's, let's hear what the listeners have to say, yeah. Well, we have, kind of we have somebody from the list. And that's right. This was yeah, let's, a listener. Let's do our number one listener here. Let's, let's start with him. A listener who's choice. Idea, whose idea? Wasn't it this his, his idea? This wasn't his idea, but Ed Asner. I thought it was, yeah. Ed Asner. Your new pal. My new pal. <laughs> commented on this so one. Let so jealous, Jerry. I am extremely jealous Jeez. that Ed Asner is. <laughs> I, I, like. Tried to friend him and he won't respond. But but Rick, I, I don't have that many friends either, Jerry. He's like you should. Ed, Ed, apparently, Ed's got a problem with me. But Rick, uh, do you want? You, you know what? We have to Rick take a break. Is the darling. Oh, okay, we'll get to his choice. We'll take. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Ed Asner's choice for the best robot in movie history. Right after this message at Rick's Martini Bar. We are back, and we are talking about robots and our favorite TV shows or movies. We haven't, we haven't de- dealt with the, the worst ones because we can't really remember them. But um, we're going to start with it. We're going to talk about what our listener, listeners had to say, yeah, right? And we had a lot of responses from the listeners. And yeah. thank you for responding. And you can respond anytime you want. You can. We got responses on Twitter at the Rick's Martini Bar. And also at the McCarty Metro website, where you can find our our podcast, and Facebook, also right? at Facebook, our, and the, and you can friend and us or fan us at we're Rick's all on Facebook. Bar. We're all on Facebook. It's ridiculous. Amanda Raymond, Rick Farmelo, and Jerry McCarty. We're all on Facebook. And post-its uh, always work too. Post-its work, and this is one of the way people contact us. 
can't remember what Fire it is. Bombs. Oh, yeah, through iTunes. You can download this podcast at iTunes for free, the iTunes store, and you can leave comments, and people do that sometimes, oh, okay, too. that's cool. So, so anyway, well, let's get back to Ed Astor. Do you remember what his uh, choice um, was? I'm, let's see if I can remember. He said Yule Brenner. Oh, right, from West, in Westworld, from Westworld, which is an awesome choice. Which that's explain, great, explain great Westworld choice. real quick. Westworld is a, is a movie that was made, I think, around 1970. Maybe seventy one. Anyway, but it's like a resort you go to, you know, and you, and you, and you it's like a western themed resort. That okay? was one of the themes. Yeah, that you could have. And you go there, and you have gunfights with with robots. Okay. Right. Well, for and whatever you're supposed re- to always win. Yeah, you always win. Well, something happens, and the robots go a little haywire. And they start shooting. And Yul yes. Brenner. Yul Brenner becomes the most evil robot ever. <laughs> I mean, it's great. I mean, Yul Brenner's been done a lot of movies, but that's like one of my favorites of his. Yeah. It's like the Jurassic Seven, Park of robots. Magnificent right. Seven is great, but. That's right. It's like Jurassic it's Totally so, Jurassic Park ripped off Westworld. That's what it See, was. You're, you're starting to get, catch a pattern here, aren't you, Jared? There's, I am catching. So many of these big movies have ripped off so many other movies. Just ask Quentin Tarantino how many films have been ripped off by other. Wow. Anyway, um, so yeah, I anyway, know, but he's great in Westworld, and that's a really good, yeah. That's so a he's great, a robot, a and he choice. turns bad, and that's like. Richard, Richard, Richard Benjamin's in it. Yeah, Richard Benjamin is the poor guy <laughs> the that poor is guy. at Westworld, yeah. and Yul Brenner is gunning for him. Uh, yeah. It's like awesome. But it was also like Roman, I can't remember the other worlds. Roman World? I don't remember. Then they made a sequel called Future, Future World, World, which with, was not uh, that good. Peter Fonda, right? Yeah. yeah. Not that good. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, what other suggestions? We also had another suggestion, which was the T-1000, which Amanda Raymond explained to me, was the uh, Terminator. In Terminator 2. In Terminator 2. Oh, yes. Where he actually... He's going after the sun. Right. He's going after the sun. And Terminator, I do like the T-1000 because he's like liquid metal and he can yeah. like mm-hmm. change forms. And That's It's cool. like mercury, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And he can like go through walls and stuff, uh-huh. like go through... That was awesome. Yeah, that's a good robot. That was yeah, that's a good one. We also had Bishop. You know who Bishop is? Mm-mm. From Aliens. Bishop is the android oh. in Aliens, the good one. They're in Alien. Am I spoiling the movie? The in Alien, the, the first one, the first one, it's like nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> the the android was bad. Was Bishop was a good android, oh. and he uh, and he actually ended up saving everybody. But uh, but there was Lance Hendrickson, which who looks slimy, and I think that was part of the deal. Was you could not believe that he was good, uh-huh. and then at the end uh, he ended up being good. And then the vein of aliens also, who played an amazing robot, was robot David in Prometheus. David in Prometheus, good one, another good yep. one. Very well done. Very well done. Yeah. And uh, we also had, uh, the, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator, which was a great robot. That scene... Yeah, but he's a guy. I mean, I, I get it, you're right, but... Anyway, go oh, ahead. Oh, I, th- I think that was awesome. That scene no, where he good. walks out of the fire and he's all robot. Yeah, that's cool. Is, that's pretty cool. Is I like I like seeing more robot, less human. Yeah, I think to so. Me. And, and, and let's talk yeah. about that, Rick. Your definition of a robot. Because we robot? had some people, which I'm going to give you. I say no on all of these, but I'm going to ask Amanda to direct their version. Hal. Is Hal a robot? No. no. It's a computer. Computer. Okay, good. We agree. Robocop. 
No, he's half human. That's how I feel. That's real good. That's, but you know what? That's good. <laughs> you know, his, the thing is, his brain is still human. Though. Well, it's like saying like John Silver from Treasure Planet is a robot because he has the prosthetic no, arm and he has the legs. He's but. not a robot. What about the boxer in, um, oh. in the Twilight Zone? The, the, the um, which? Oh, which was Real Steel, which is based which off. Which was Real of, Steel yeah. was based on that's that. A, that's, that's a great a one. Yeah, the boxer. I can't remember that boxer's name in Real Steel, but that <clears throat> would be a great one. Nobody mentioned that. And I one. can't remember. The, I don't remember who the actor was in the Twilight Zone. It was. Um, well, while well, you think about that, I mean, Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin. Oh, Lee Marvin plays, was plays the manager. Wow. Of the robot. Wow. Anyway. Okay, we had two Wally and Eve. Tell me what you think Eva. of those. Eva. <laughs> so tell me what you she's think seen, of those. She's seen it more than once. I'm sure she has. Eva. I remember just the whole second part Eva. of the movie. It's just that. Really? It's a great movie. I mean, oh, really. It's not, it's not a great movie. It is not, a good it's movie. Not, it's not. It's not a great for, movie. For, for no dialogue at all. For that whole scene to go along with no dialogue at all. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was too much like, like R2-D2. It was like, like, like that. It's a good well, name. That's, that's what I was hoping you would say is that Eva was very R2-D2-ish. Yep. And as you previously mentioned, Wally, Wally was, was very Johnny, Johnny Five. Five. Okay. Other <laughs> movies. Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> Someone uh, that's mentioned. a good one. Is that a good one? Yes, I'll go. I, I, I actually I accept, don't know I if I've that. seen that one. I accept that. There was a Godzilla that was a robot. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think yeah, he Godzilla fought the robot. Oh, Godzilla actually fought the uh-huh. robot Godzilla. Yeah, I got to see that. Somebody also. Um, Mentioned Data from Star Trek, who I think is a Oh, I love Data because he played Sherlock Holmes too. He played Sherlock Holmes? He did. But when they had like the uh, the holodeck, you know, he would go in and because Data was so cerebral, he would always want to play Sherlock Holmes and he'd always like solve all the cases because he read all the stories. Like, Data, you can't just walk in and automatically know who the killer is. It's like, okay, we're going to make a program that Data can't solve. And that's when Moriarty came in and all that stuff. Wow. Wow! Yeah, no, I like. I actually like Data. Data was a good. Yeah, Brett Spiner I like that. was awesome. Brett Spiner, right? Wrestling he was, with he he did a uh, he was going to do a voice course at Disney one time, and I walked out in the lobby, and he was sitting Everyone's there, like, and, it's and, Data. And, and, sitting in a chair, and I didn't know that I didn't hadn't seen the new Star Trek. So I don't know who the hell he was. And someone goes, "There's Data. There's Data." <laughs> I'm like, "Who the hell's Data?" So and Jordy looked for him. I'm reading like, Rainbow. I'm in Lost of Space from Star Trek. I'm like. There's no, there's that guy who's not in Star Trek. I'm thinking of the old one, right? right so right. I haven't seen the new Next one. Next generation. I said, there's no data in Star Trek. You, but then they oh explained to me. Oh, my. George Chicago. I don't know if he did the, <laughs> oh, my. I don't, know if, I don't know if he actually did the voice or not, but he's auditioning for it. Oh, really? I was in a, what, what movie was that on? I think it was, I think I was on Working on Beauty and the Beast at the time. Wow. He was in that building. We walked out and he was just sitting in the lobby. Just and another one, I think Rick's the only one that saw this movie. It was Silent Runnings. Bruce Dern had. Running. It's running, sorry. No, it's not like a not like a brook with running. <laughs> yeah, I told you I didn't see right. it. No, it's a good, really good movie. Bruce Dern and he had three robots three called robots. Huey, Dewey, and Louie who helped him take care of the planet and garden and stuff. Yeah. Silent Running, Silent Running is a really good science fiction movie from about nineteen. 19- 72, maybe? Right. Something like that. So, we're cool. at the end of our oh, we show. We've got a lot of, a lot of robots well, I do appreciate all the responses we got. And it's the end of the year. We're wrapping up. And I want to thank Rick for opening up the martini bar for us. For, a, every for another year. For Rick Farmelow, Amanda Raymond, I'm Jerry McCarty. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy New Year, everybody. 
the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down to Ricky. 